0: I just want to say. Mm. (laughs) We lie. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, church. How many of y'all know that when we come into the house of the Lord, we're supposed to have thanksgiving in our heart and enter his gates with praise. We're not supposed to come in here all bogged down and out of it. You know, we're supposed to be coming up in here ready to praise the Lord. When we on them jobs and stuff, we come ready to do the job, right? We come up in here, and then we act like God is not the supreme ruler, but our man is and his dollar bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, teach us all to understand that no matter what it is that we're going through, you are still sovereign, God. And that you will still bless us and you have blessed us and you will continue to bless us in your mercy and your grace. Father, I ask that I decrease while you increase in me this morning so that I may be able to bring this message. I thank you, Lord, for the gift of life this morning. It's not about how I feel. We walk by faith, not by sight, and that includes how we feel. So as we enter into the heavenly gates of God this morning, let us clear our minds, open up our spirits, and allow God to come in and dine with us. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. Amen. Once again, let the church say amen. amen. Let the church say amen once again. We're going to be dealing with the seventh dimension today. We're going to start out in John. John 1, verses 1 and verses 2. The seventh dimension. Are you with me? In the book of John, it says, In the beginning, that word beginning there in Hebrew means Bereshit, and Bereshit means beginning. In the beginning was the word, which means logo of God. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. Is that clear? The same mm-hmm, Word was in the beginning with God. Amen? That's the first dimension. God is the Alpha. But he's also the omega. So the first dimension will end up being the seventh dimension in its own way. Genesis one twenty six. Go that with me. I'm not going to be there long with you. This is the second dimension. God's word produced something. Genesis 126. Will you go there with me, please? Verse 126 says, And God said, that means he challenged something. He said, Let us make man. Mm-hmm. Let us. Sounds like it's more than one, doesn't it? Let us make man. Well, let us there is known as the Elohim, the seven spirits around the throne. The spirit of the Lord, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of, uh, 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 of uh, the fear of the Lord, and it's one more there, the, the, the spirit of counsel. That's the seven spirits That are around the throne. You'll find that in the book of Isaiah, the 11th chapter. The seven spirits around the throne are right there. They resided with Jesus. He said, let us make man. And let us make him in our image, which is spiritual. And in our likeness, which is heavenly. I ain't gonna worry about the rest of that. We're talking about the second dimension. It's where God made man. Now, I want you to understand that within each dimension, and they all go all different kinds of ways up, out, in, it doesn't, dimensions go all kinds of ways with God. So there are dimensions within each one of these dimensions that are beyond our capability To understand. Amen. But he said, let us make this creature called man. And I looked up that word man. And what caught my eye was the meaning, one of the meanings of it is he's a hypocrite. Not only is he a hypocrite, but he's also of low degree. So that startled me. And the reason it startled me because it's so true. We're all hypocrites. Every man that God has created, He created, He knew He was creating a hypocrite of low degree. Watch the word. This is the second dimension. Go to Psalms 8, verses 4 and verses 5. Psalms 8, verses 4 and verses 5. Amen. Where the Lord said, "What is in man? The angels asked the question. That thou art mindful of him. Why are you so mindful of him, Lord? And the Son of Man... That you should visit him. Look at him. Didn't I tell you he's a hypocrite of low degree? Watch, watch fire. For thou hast made him a little lower, <coughs> mm-hmm. low degree, than the angels. But he has crowned him with glory and honor. See, that's that seventh dimension kicking in now. We're not there yet. We're going. The third dimension, I'm going to be short with you. But this is a powerful message. You need to go back, check it out. The third dimension is in Genesis two verses eighteen. Gonna start in eighteen. Genesis two verses eighteen. And look here. This is the third dimension right here. And the Lord said, "There." He's challenging something again. It is not good that a man should be alone, so I will make him a meet, a help meat for him. That's a system. Mm-hmm. And verse 21 and 22 says that, And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. Now, you see that word there, Lord God? We've taught this before. You know, in the Bible it says on the seventh day God rested, right? He didn't say nothing on the seventh day. He rested. On all the other six days, he said something. But on the seventh day, he didn't say nothing. He rested, right? Everybody think that God just finished doing what he was doing. He finished his creation. But after that, you'll see in chapter two that God's word is not "and God said" anymore, but "Lord God." That means God is now lording over His creation. You see the difference. You see the difference between God resting. And the Lord God, because that word Lord means supreme, He's reigning. Now He's reigning over His creation. you got to follow me now and understand what the Scripture is saying because I've always tried to tell you all, these words, they mean something and you have to connect this stuff in order to understand it. You just can't read over this stuff and the Lord God. Well, what does that mean? He was God over here, now He's Lord God. It says rested over here, but over here he's still doing something. He ain't creating no more because his word is already sufficient. But now he has to Lord over that which he has created. So now he's not God anymore, but Lord God. Now it says that, and verse 22 says, verse 21 says that, And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, that hypocrite, and he slept. And he took out of his ribs, that, that ain't got nothing to do with no physical rib, like the Baptist preachers preach, that ain't got nothing to do with no physical rib. That's a spiritual chamber that he took out of man. Amen? Yeah. Called it ribs, And he closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib, (laughs) which the Lord God had taken from the hypocrite man, he made what we call a woman. We did it with the third dimension. Woman was made. And he made a woman, and he brought her unto the man. Now, the fourth dimension is found in Genesis 4, verses 1 and 2. And you're probably going to have to go back and study this in your own fact so that you can really understand what's going on here. Genesis 4, verses 1 and 2. Now, Adam... And hypocrite. He knew Eve, his wife. In other words, we're dealing now with the We're dealing with the fourth dimension, procreation. And Adam knew his wife, and she conceived, and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. That word there, Cain means possession. See Cain was a tiller of the ground. He liked earthly things. Understand? He liked money. He liked material things. And he thought he could bring that to God. Possessions won't do it. God don't want your possessions. God wants our souls, right? Right? So we find out later that Cain was actually of the evil one, Satan. Over in one of the epistles of John, you said, Cain's father was Satan. Mm-hmm. So we like these possessions. See, we came from the earth, and we like the things that come from the earth. Y'all heard it before. The money comes from the earth because they make it from the trees and stuff. The cause, all that comes from the earth. Everything that keeps us from God comes out of the earth. Because that's where we're from. You don't have to be so silent with me. Because it's the truth. We know what we like. We like the earthly thing. We go crazy. We kill for the earthly thing. We divide and conquer for the earthly thing. For money. Greed. Can't get enough. Like I was telling Brenda and some of y'all Wednesday night. The animals don't even have a home no more. They run it all up in your backyard. And that's going to bring in revelation. Where the beast. For eating up. Everybody, because when them things wake up out of their sleep in the winter, they're going to be hungry, and wherever their food is, that's where they're coming. Now, if their food is in your backyard, that's where they're going to be. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, you got to have some insight on this thing. you got to have some insight on there. We are a fellow... See, you can't judge a book by what it looked like. God has gifts in all of us. We had a man here yesterday. Awesome player. Man played drum, played keyboard, played everything. But if you would look at him, you would think he couldn't play nothing. Am I right about it? That's why you got to give people a chance. And stop looking at the outward appearance because God says we're not to look at the outward appearance. No, no man by the flesh. You got to look deeper into people and see what God has gifted that individual with. Because God has gifted all of us with gifts. But it's up to us. To professionalize those gifts, praise is a professional thing. How many of y'all know God is a professional God? And if we are his children, then we are to be professional children in what we do. That's why I said what I said earlier when we come into this house. We come into this, be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifices of a fool, the Bible says. For they don't know what they're doing. When we come into the house, we're supposed to have thanksgiving in our heart that God would be sufficient and graceful and merciful enough to get us up this morning in our right mind so that we can get here and give him praise. And we shouldn't have to wait to get here to give God praise. When we open our eyes in the morning, we ought to, somewhere in there, we ought to be saying, Lord, thank you. Now, I know we can't do this continuously all during the day, our mind fluctuates. Because after all, what is man? He's a hypocrite. That's the meaning of him. He's a hypocrite of low degree. So ain't none of us nothing without God. And if we think too much when we get God, see, then we're in trouble. Because there's not a living soul in this world or that it has ever lived or that will live Will be sufficient to what God, all of us has fallen short of the glory of God. There are none righteous, no, not one, the book of Romans says. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's why I say, don't you be going around here judging? Because the same thing you judge by, you're going to meet it of that same degree. And church folk love to judge, especially them religious ones. Religion will destroy you and your efforts with God. And religion will keep people... Religion has kept people away from God more than anything else. Religion. Religion simply puts God is a man-made thing. It puts God in a box. And now you got the do's and the don'ts. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. Well, can I breathe? Can I do that? You know? Because I'm going to tell you something about man. Man will destroy you with, as long as you're doing and making man happy He's all right with you. And she is too. Mess up. you see. Mess up. And they'll bring back everything. <laughs> Talk about an elephant memory. That's man. Man do that because he's a hypocrite. He can't see his own, but he can see everybody else's. And I told you before that we're all sick. Now some of us don't think we're sick and we're the most sickest. The ones that think they got it all going on. So the fourth dimension, we're talking about the seventh dimension today. The word of God says, Adam knew his wife. This is the fourth one. It's called procreation. She conceived in Beth Cain, which means a tiller of the flesh. That's what he is, tiller of the ground, tiller of the flesh. He likes them fleshly things. He likes them things that come out the ground. Everything that a man loves comes out the ground. Everything. Everything. And when God said, Don't put no God before me, no other God, He wasn't talking about the things. He was talking about an idol called yourself. Because it's yourself and it's myself that desires the things of the world. So the idol that gets in the way of God, somebody say it's me. Mm -hmm. And again she bare his brother Abel. Now Abel means breath. Well, he's that spiritual one. Go to Genesis uh, two seven. Genesis two verse seven. It says here, and the Lord God formed man. Mm-hmm. That means for form there means he made a bed in man. That's what he did. And watch how he did it. He formed man out of the dust of the ground. Because like I told you a long time ago, you can't grow nothing in dust. Dust doesn't have any ingredients. You try to grow something in dust and see what's going to grow. God didn't want nothing else but himself in us. So he made us out of the dust. That's what it says here. I'm looking at it. And... He breathed. Remember, I told you, Abel means breath, the spirit of life. And he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And what did man do? Man became what we call a living soul. In other words, that word, living soul, means God, man took on a journey with God. When God breathed life into him, the able aspect, what did he do? Man went on a journey with God. Are we not on a journey with God? I hope we are. But how can two walk together, Amos 3, 3 says, unless they agree? So if we're not in agreement with God of the fact that we are hypocrites of low degree and that we need God through Christ Jesus who brought us grace and fulfilled the law, then we're going to have a problem with God. Because you can get around me and I can get around you, but how are we going to get around God? How are we going to get around God? And I tell my wife all the time. I don't care nothing about what people think about me. Everybody got enemies. I don't care nothing about what people say about me. I don't try to hide nothing from people. Like most of us do. You know, we like to hide stuff from people. And God see everything you're doing So you respect man more than you do God. I'm going to bust you out. Instead of, if they're going to love you, let them love you for who you are. Don't let nobody love you on fake conditions. When you enter into a friendship or a relationship, people need to know what you are. Well they can determine whether they're gonna be with you or not, or whether they're gonna be your friend or not, or whatever. But I ain't trying to hide nothing from nobody. I ain't got time for that. Because God see everything I do anyway. And I got sense enough to know that I'm a hypocrite. Do you? Or oh, you Because that's what that word means hypocrite, man. A hypocrite of low degree. When I saw that in the true meaning of it, I said, Oh my God. That that hit right home with me. Did it hit home with you? The fifth dimension, now that we've been born, is our life on earth. hmm Colossians three two. Jesus tells us through Paul. Let's see here. Colossians 3 2. I quoted, but I'm gonna go to it. Well you can see it. 3 2. What's the word of God say here? Set your affection on things above and not on things of the earth. See, we're living in this early life now. See, this is the fifth dimension that we're in now. And within this dimension, there are many other dimensions that coincide with it. But this is the essence of this dimension that we're in now called our earthly life of existence. It's our, it's what we call our wilderness experience. It's the place where God Proves us. It's the place where God defines us. It's the place where God humbles us. And then, after this earthly life of existence is over, let's go to Hebrew nine, twenty-seven. Hebrew nine, twenty-seven. I tell you I wasn't going to be with you long. 927. Tell me when you get there. And as it is appointed, laid away, and reserved for an individual. That's what that word appointed means. As it is appointed unto me and wants to do what? Die. I thought somebody was reading the scriptures. I know we don't have them up there, but y'all ain't got that lazy. But after this is the judgment. Mm-hmm. Is it reported? After this life, this fifth dimension, the sixth dimension is death. And then judgment. Now, John three sixteen tells us that. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That word begotten there means it's the only one he got. So he's the only builder. That word son means builder. The only power, the only builder that God has is Christ himself. Because Christ is the power and the wisdom of God according to the Bible. And he gave the only power that he had. Because Hebrews say, and the powers that be are ordained from that one power, God. So whatever power we have on this earth, God has ordained it through that one power, which is Christ. Amen? So he gave his only begotten son so that who should ever believe in him should not perish, not be afraid to die, because there comes a point in the crossover where you don't fear it no more. But whosoever believeth in him should not die or perish, but have everlasting life. Amen? Now the seventh Dimension. That's the last one. And we're done. That is the seventh one. Everlasting life. So the first one is God's word. The second one is when God made man. The third one is when he made woman. The fourth one is when he brought the woman and the man together. That's why two men came. Y'all hear me? You put two men on an island, that mankind's going to die. You put two women on an island, they're going to die. The only thing that's going to bring forth true procreation, I ain't talking about this old artificial stuff that they got out here where they can take your seed and take you nothing from me. Make a baby? No, ain't what we're talking about. We're talking about doing it God's way. In order to do it God's way, it's got to be male and female, and they got to come together. There ain't no way around it. Now, if you think there's another way, try. Go out there on the island, you and another woman, or you and another man, and see. I'm preaching truth. I ain't against nobody because we're all hypocrites. Sin is sin. It don't make no difference. But when it comes to preaching the truth, you got to preach the truth. Whether people like it or not, you still got to preach the truth. You ain't trying to kill nobody. You ain't trying to knock nobody over the head. You're just speaking the truth, trying to get people to understand that this is the way, the truth. And the life. So Revelation 20, verse 11 and 12, last verse. He said, and I saw a great white throne. You don't want to be with this, not this one. Because the true believers are going to already be dealt with. But this here is a whole different Stage of action. Revelation 20 verse 11 says, And I saw the great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them on the stop right there. We're talking about Father himself. This ain't Christ. This is the Father. And I saw the dead, the small, and the great stand before God. And look here. And uh, what was open? With an S. Didn't say book, did it? It said books. See, each one of us is a book. And there's a recording angel that's writing this book out. And God's going to open what that recording angel has written about us because it's the autobiography of our life. Amen? Amen. Uh Uh-huh. And said, when they were open, and another, what book (laughs) was open? That's the book of life. Mm -hmm. It was open. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books. Everybody going to be judged by what's written by the recording angel out of their book. It's our own book and what's in our book that's going to decide whether those here are going to be Reigning with God, because we're going to already be. The great white throne of judgment, which comes after the thousand year millennial reign of Christ and his children here on earth to set up his kingdom for a thousand years. then this joker's going to be let loose again called Satan, only for a little while. And God going to shut him down real quick. And that's when the great white throne of judgment is going to come into play. And there's going to be a whole lot of stuff going on there. And there's going to be a whole lot of crying and everything else probably, but it's too late. You know what I like about them sinner in the gospel? He wasn't like the old Pharisee who pumped up his chest talking about he was all that. I do this. I pay my tithes. I do this. I do this. I ain't like this one over here. See, he was pointing the finger, right? But the man that knew he was a hypocrite, a sinner, he got down on his knees. He beat his chest, and he said, Lord, have mercy on me. I know I'm a sinner. Have mercy on me. Jesus accepted him over the one who thought he was all there. What I'm trying to tell you, church, is be humble. Stay humble. I try to tell people all the time, okay, you're making a little money. All right, all right, all right. Don't get the biggie. Don't get the big head. Because just as fast as you get it, it, it can be taken away. Y'all remember, the, I'll build bigger bonds. because I had a good season. So I'm going to build me bigger bonds. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And the Lord said, die fool, this very night. Your soul is required of you. In other words, you're going to die this very night then who will all that you have belong to? See, we work our lives away. Solomon said, and, and, and we don't know who we're going to leave that stuff to. We don't know where we're going to leave it to. A fool or who, Solomon said. So once again, I'm just saying there are seven dimensions. And within each one of those dimensions, there are myriads of dimensions. And for y'all that don't understand what's being preached here today because it is got some heaviness to it. Because I ain't getting up here if I ain't got no weight in what I'm preaching. I'm not getting up here if I ain't if all I'm doing is repeating recycled sermons that I don't heard from somebody else. No, I want mine fresh from God. I told Brenda Friday, I said, Brenda, you go ahead on and do it, because I ain't getting nothing from God. And then Saturday morning about 5 o'clock, I'm tossing and turning wrestling with God. And God says, seven dimensions. And then it all became clear. See, everybody do things differently. When I write books, I get the title first. And I work it around the title. I work the whole book around the title because the vision is in the title for me. Some people do it, they write before they find the title for it. It's ever how you built. Everybody has their own journey. It's a court, I can't tell you how to run your race. Only thing that I can tell you is to keep the faith while you're running. Because things do get difficult. We ain't playing up in here now. We have to suffer our way up into the kingdom. that's why the Bible says in the book of Acts that we are to continue to exhort one another. Knowing. Exhort one another in what? The faith knowing that we must go through much tribulation in order to enter the kingdom of God, amen, which is within. We suffer our way up into this kingdom. There's no way that we just going to walk and not go through a whole lot of affliction. But it was good that I was afflicted. But because when I was afflicted, before I was afflicted, I went astray, David said. But now I keep God's word. He said, so I'm working on that. I'm working on something. I ain't there yet, but I'm working on something. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. What good is it going to do? To send you out here with false testimony and a false faith and prepare you. As I always say for a rabbit, when a grizzly bear, It ain't no bear. It's a grizzly out there now, one of them Kodiak bears, you know. It's a fool out there now. So, brothers and sisters, congregation, to the world that we're preaching to right now, stay humble. Keep the faith. Run the race with patience because we're not running a sprint. We're running a marathon on your job when you're going through and you don't feel like being there and you're tired and your mind is not working. Just go inside yourself. Close off all the noise from all the devils that you've got to work around. And just find the peace of God within your soul. Amen. Give God praise.
1: Because you spoke about seven dimensions, and I think there's something, I know that there is something to that. Amen. Amen. my my thoughts on that word is when we got to go from uh, the sixth to the seventh and talked about death. And one thing about death, death is a a pathway that we all have to take. Um, We don't want to, but it is a path that we have to. We got to take. We have to. We have to go through that. It's. It's. it's a lot. A, a transport. It's, it's. It's. a place. It's a stage. Stage that we have to go through in order to get to that seventh dimension. And main thing is, when them books with the S is open. Now, that's our life. Every individual. That's. That's their life. That's our life. And we just want to make sure that as the angels are recording, they record the. What is it? Good, bad and the ugly they record everything so we're just going to ask that 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 God uh, we, we have it all all together <laughs> so that when we do make that final destination that seventh dimension that things will will not be as they are that we will be on 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 point let me put it that way that we will be on point amen all right, let's give God another hand clap of praise for his word, the seventh dimension. I want to also um, share with you we, on Wednesday, and everybody's uh, present except, I think, just, well, Sister Martha and Sister Shemaine. We had done um, about the survival kit, things that we need uh, for survival. I mean, this, this upcoming year in 2024, there's a lot of things that we need to basically be have on hand, make preparations for. Uh, it's essential, it's essential, and we try to send it out to those that uh, wasn't here, and we also send it out to others. Now, let me, let me say this, I'm going to pray, and then I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, one other thing I need to do, y'all just remind me there's something I needed to say, okay? Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the gifts. We pray, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, that you allow, allow it to be used for the upbuilding of your kingdom. We pray, Heavenly Father, for a one hundredfold blessing upon your people. We thank you, Father God, because you, you're clad in your word that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous, for the just. And, God, we, we receive the fact that we are the just. We are the righteous. So, therefore, anything that the wicked has has already been laid up for me. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we open every portal and allow those things to flow to us so that we will be able to be a blessing to not only to ourselves, but a blessing to others. And, Father God, we just pray for wisdom that you would just teach us, show us, and give us the understanding, the insight, how to use that which you are releasing into us. This we ask in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. All right. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Uh, we had a list of things for the survival kit, things that we were going to need. And one of the things, uh, uh, you know, we was talking about herbal things that, that could be used um, versus the medical medicine, the medicine that we take. And uh, Sister Charmaine is one that does a lot in, uh, in herbals. <clears throat> uh, and so we want her, if she would... Yeah, which we've already asked a while back to give us a list of things. Say for instance, if I got high blood pressure, what what herbal substance can I use that would benefit me or help me when I go through that process? Or if I diabetes, I have that too. So, what 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 list of, of different uh, diseases that we may have or people may have that they will need to know if they can't get medication because that's going to come a time where well, you won't be able to get medication. So, therefore, you're going to need to know what you can use or have it on hand and say, okay, I can take this, and this is going to help me. So that, that is very crucial. Um I say it to you once again. I, the Lord has so pressed on my spirit that we need to make sure we begin to put things back, uh, think outside the box, things that we will need. Uh, <clears throat> if the world going to blow up, well, if it blows up, if I die, then I'm going to be with Father. I'm going to be with the father, okay? so I'm not going to worry about that, but what happens if I'm still here? I've got to make sure I make preparations. And so this is what God is saying we've got to have those things we need to be able to survive with the things that are coming this year that we're going to experience. So that is very important. So sister Charmaine, we would ask that you would do that, please, ma'am, please. she already does it, she already knows it. She just got to put it on a piece of paper so we can pass it on to others. Amen. Uh, Y'all appreciate that. I would. (laughs) Amen. Because she deals in the tea. She deals with all different types of herbs, and uh, she passes it on to others. So we're going to make sure that we get it for the church family. Also, we have sent the list that the Lord gave us on Wednesday that that was the input. We've sent it to other members of other churches, and we told them what they could do is compile their own own list or add to the list, make them a flyer, and and circulate it among their congregation because we don't want to be selfish. And God didn't make us selfish, so we want to make sure we're helping others as well and informing them. Amen. So I just thank God, I praise God, that he He blesses us and gives us wisdom and knowledge so that we'll be able to not only help and sustain our own self, but to help others. Amen? Amen, amen, all right. All right, I guess y'all ready for the Super Bowl. Amen. <laughs> uh, I, I'm ready for Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. I ask that we, we need to be very, very careful in our goings to and fro. It's very important. Uh, My sister uh, has COVID now for the second time, maybe third, I'm not sure. Um, But she thought she got it from her son because he was coughing and he works, but that is not where it came from. It came from her grandson. Uh, And from from her grandson, it came from the teacher at the school. His Spanish teacher. So we st- we still have to be very very careful as we go to and fro. Amen. Build our immune system up. We really need to do that. We need to build our immune system up, and and of course revisit Psalms ninety one. We we want God's word to cover us, and we want to make sure that you know. Uh, and I even even in the even on the. Uh, survival kit we do have masks not so much for covid but the the things that will be coming through the atmosphere so you have to think you know other things will be happening so it's it's very important but please ma'am and please sir be careful in our journey let's build this this temple of ours so that we'll be able to uh continue to do the, the will of god amen all right. Now we're going to ask that you uh, pray. The young man that was here with us on, on yesterday, his name is, is is Will. I thank God for Brother Philip um, uh, inviting him to come. He wasn't here to be. He wasn't able to be with us today because you know, he's at another place. And we're going to pray his desire is to to join us. So, but there are some some things that has to take place for him. But he was just you know just a, a sweet wholesome person amen, because this is a time in life when we have people from all walks of life that's going to come in, that's going to come into Christ, and we just have to be prepared, he, 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 he played the drums, he was, next thing we knew, he looked like Ray Charles, he had a pair of shades, and he was on the keyboard, so in other words, he was telling Philip to move over, <laughs> but he was had such a, a wonderful spirit, and uh, he told us, you know, about his mom, you uh, taught at Converse College, and that's how he learned what he learned. Uh, but anyway, uh, we're just praying we're going to lift him up that he will be able or uh, the opportunity will be afforded that he will be able to come and be with us, if not on a regular basis, that at least a few times a month. Amen. So we don't ever know who God's going to send and what they may have that we'll be able to receive from. All right. Okay. Yeah, are there any prayer requests? Any prayer requests? thank you holy spirit we're going to pray for minister tom minister tom he um he's feeling tired now he says um today he said he needed to rest uh his sugar is up his his sugar is up and we discussed that yesterday um and you know like me you know we all all go off the rail right i don't know but i know about me <laughs> i know about me so whenever i know that my sugar is going to be up i don't even check it cuz i know i've eaten the wrong thing or and I hadn't been able to do the exercise as I should. But we're going to lift up Minister Tom as, as well. It's very, very, very crucial. Um, he's he entering into tightness, but we believe God. He says he needs to rest. And uh, like I said, we did make some discussions. Uh, uh, Brother Tim, uh, he, I think about 536 o'clock this morning, he texts me, his sugar is 301 this morning. So uh, uh, we, need to, we need to lift him up in prayer that we would all take care of our bodies. Amen. It's very important. And, you know, uh, uh, we don't never know what we're, what, what we're getting, what we're taking in, uh, and even down to the food. We have to even be careful of what we're eating. Uh, Minister Thompson, he got, he got ill. He ate something, uh, put it in the microwave, and I think it was something to do with some spaghetti and meatballs from some little container, and he, he barely made it through work that night because of something that he had eaten so we just want to make sure that we lift up everybody that we will do the things that needs to be done amen and we will take care of our bodies amen all right all right okay we're going to get ready to be dismissed and you have a early outing and we just we bless god amen all right are there any other any prayer any other oh yeah praise report okay um you got family all right, the Hill family praise report. Sister Marcellette has a first shift job. Amen. She don't have to come out at night. Amen, cuz she works second shift. And you know, you don't man was talking about them bears and he was, talking, he was telling us winds about some coyotes and stuff. You got deers running everywhere, so she does not she does not have to come out at night. She when she can get home in daytime. You know, cuz it's dangerous on those back roads. Yeah, at one point we thought, well, we'll take the back road, you know, as far as traffic and all that stuff. But now you got the, the the animals because we mankind has taken the forest, taken their trees away from them, and all that stuff. Uh, Doctor Man forgot to t- cut off Facebook. <clears throat> but anyway. The Lord is good. So we want to make sure that we're careful. We're careful when we travel these back roads. And in that praise report, we thanks, thank the Lord for uh, Minister Marcellette being able to uh, be on first shift. Amen. I know she's happy. Her body's happy. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very is.